I think the big thing we try to incorporate is to help people understand the source. Where does it come from? Because it's not what we put in the body, it's what the body can break down and absorb. So if I eat a whole food, I cover lots of ground. We were talking about B vitamins earlier. We talk a lot about oatmeal on the run and it's low with cacao nibs and fruit and nuts and real oatmeal. It covers all the ground. I got all my B vitamins. I don't have to supplement B vitamins. And so when people start really understanding the source, now my supplements start to disappear. And so one of the things we're a big fan of, and you call it a supplement, but we're a big fan of omega-3 fats. Everybody talks about it, brain health, heart health, inflammation, hormones. But where does that come from? I am excited. This is Chris, you know, you're my favorite. I shouldn't say that. You're one of my favorite guests. You're one of my favorite guests on this show, not only just on this show, but in life. There's so many things that you've helped us with. And so today we're going to be talking about winter and how to stay healthy during the winter, how to keep moving, what not having sun does to your immune system, just some tips for people to use during the winter months. Uh, but I do want to just personally say thank you for all you've helped our team here at AERP Michigan. You've come in, you've given them some tips. There are folks who followed up on everything that you said and saw their their test results come back much, much better and they continue to use the tips that you've given. So I'm a living testament that they work. We well, still take you. our cod liver oil. We still do all the, the things that you, you've mentioned. And uh, I think I'm pretty healthy. So thank you for that. Absolutely. And thank you for the journey you've been on all these years to keep people healthy. So talk about winter. This is not our, most people, it's not their favorite time of year. They stay shut in, isolated. What do people need to do to keep moving and to stay healthy during the winter months? I think the big thing in Michigan is we, we struggle because the weather starts to change and then we start moving inside and then we just don't, we don't eat as well. We don't move as much or stress levels starts to change, all these mental health issues. So the big thing I always try to get people to understand, and especially in Michigan, I'm born here, been here my whole life, is that Motion creates positive emotion. And so if you just get the mindset, I just need to move my body every day, whether it's a short walk, going to the mall, doing mini trampoline, but some activity. And ideally, if you can get outside and be careful, you're not falling and slipping and things like that. But I think that's the big thing right away is when people start moving, then everything starts to improve. Their sleep gets better. They, they feel better. They have better emotions. And they probably generally more often than they eat better. So I think that's the big thing right away is getting the mindset around movement. I like that emotion creates positive, positive, emotion. positive emotion. People think they have to do like a 5K or something. They have to walk five miles. You always say just get started doing what you can do, right? Yeah. So in my last book, I wrote Rusty Move. I didn't say Rusty Exercise. I just want people to get the mindset of movement. And however they address movement can be all sorts of shapes and sizes. You could go to the gym. You don't have to go to the gym. You can just get moving. So even we have a dynamic warm-up. We're just using your arms and twisting and things like that. You don't need any space, but it's just changing the mindset around movement. I think that's the big thing that we try to instill at the beginning is like, you don't need to run a marathon. You don't need to do a, a 5K or 10K. You might, it might be a goal, but also let's get the mindset. I need to move my body. Like my dog Floyd, I don't take Floyd for a walk every other day. I take Floyd for a walk multiple times a day. So it's the same mindset along that way. Everything starts getting better. And so, but the mindset of moving and just doing it, just the exercising that you can do, raising your arm in a chair, people who are not as mobile as they'd like to be, just what kind of movement should they be doing? Just well, I think general. the big thing right now is, again, really simple stuff, but paying attention to your posture. When you're 
slumped over, your neck's going to bother, your back's going to bother you. Just have that awareness of what's my posture like. You can even do a wall extension where you're against the wall, raising your arms overhead. That's an easy thing to do. And then simple, easy twisting type movements. You're just twisting, using your arms, legs. And then there's nothing better than walking. If we can people just get the mindset, like how long is it? And then people get all worried about like, why well, didn't get my 10,000 steps in? Let's just start with just a few steps. Right. And then that you can go to that. And then I'm a huge fan of strength training and you don't need any equipment. You could do a chair squat. You could do a modified push up against the wall. So those are easy things you can do. And then I'm a big fan of a mini trampoline because again, it works on your balance without putting a lot of impact on you. And then finding activities, we were just talking about pickleball. So I really like games, I like playing. So again, I think as adults, sometimes we get away from playing. So those are all ways to try to stay active. You know, I used to be a runner. I used to run all the time for years, for 30 years run. And then it just got too hard on these. And you told me about the trampoline mm -hmm. and that little mini trampoline that takes all the pressure off of the joints and allows you to still have that cardiac movement and mm -hmm. keep, keeps keep you yep. running your own home. You can do it while you're talking on the phone, while you're doing other things, singing the music, other things as well. So people need to be innovative and think about ways to keep Yeah, innovative. and again, it starts with that mindset. But I think the big thing, like a mini trampoline or anything like that, it's very safe. You're not going to hurt yourself. They and as have we have bars that you can hold yeah, on to if you then, want you know, to. And then our grandkids get in, they get it, and they, they laugh. It's right. the same thing with adults. They right. start to laugh, and it gets, becomes right. fun. So I think that's the other thing, too, is you want to find activities you enjoy. So if it's, it's skating, it's dancing, whatever it is, but the more you enjoy what you're doing, the more you're going to repeat it. So many times, I know you could write a whole book on this. People are taking supplements to help with things that bother them, just over-the-counter supplements. And there's so many natural ways to help, like a banana. You mm -hmm. talk about probiotic and some things that folks can do. You don't always have to go to a prescription or to over-the-counter um, drug in order to help improve your immune system or mm -hmm. your health. Talk about that a little bit. I think the big thing we try to incorporate is to help people understand the source. Where does it come from? Because it's not what we put in the body, it's what the body can break down and absorb. So if I eat a whole food, I cover lots of ground. We were talking about B vitamins earlier. We talk a lot about oatmeal on the run and it's low with cacao nibs and fruit and nuts and real oatmeal. It covers all the ground. I got all my B vitamins. I don't have to supplement B vitamins. And so when people start really understanding the source, now my supplements start to disappear. And so one of the things we're a big fan of, and you call it a supplement, but we're a big fan of omega-3 fats. Everybody talks about it, brain health, heart health, inflammation, hormones. But where does that come from? We're talking about vitamin D in Michigan. So a big part of that is we, we, we really promote omega-3 fats, such as the cod liver oil and things like that. And people think it tastes bad and the list goes on. But that's it's really- It's not your grandmother's cod it's liver It's not your grandmother's <laughs> cod liver But the thing we really want to really teach is Let's get closer to the source. And when you do that, price goes down, value goes up, everything starts to improve in the human body. And that's where we get sideways. Let's take this for this, this for this, and that's not how they mean. We're not designed to consume nutrients. We're designed to consume food. It's, and that is much easier to digest in your body, too, when you're consuming this natural. Yeah, herb. just because I take an, a supplement, per se, or a protein powder, does not mean the body can break it down and absorb it. And as we age... It's more challenging for the body, the kidneys, the liver, the, all of it to work. And so we need to make it simpler for the body to break down and absorb. And that's really where you come back to upgrading your food choices. Not getting perfect, but upgrading your food choices. Tough question. We've all seen young people having the worst diets and nutritional habits ever. 
what needs to be done to make certain that people grow up with these types of food values, understanding their food and their body better, because they're not teaching it in school. And I, I'm an educator at heart, so don't send me any hate mail. But I, I love our young people, and I want them to be as healthy as they can be and live as long as they can possibly live. What needs to happen at a younger age for children? Well, I, I, my son said to me, Dad, if you could go back in time, I'm 66, been doing this 38 years, what would you change? I would change the educational component early on, medical system, school system, everything. But really, as we all know, it comes from the parents. And so when the parents, the next generation, it's, they're mirroring. So we were watching the grandkids for the last few days and they watch what you do. You can tell them this, Your but- grandkids take hot liberal. There's no doubt about it. Now, first they didn't have an option. Now they don't think it's anything. Yeah. So, so that's where it comes back to who's teaching this. And again, I really would like to spend more time in my second season of my life in the education component and with teachers and schools and things like that, because they have a challenging thing. They're trying to right. fit all these things in. Right. And medical literacy has never been higher. We don't understand this stuff as a society. So it really comes from a lot of different areas. You and I talked about this in our second season. What are we going to do? This is what we're going to do more of. But yeah, I think it begins with the parents, but also the, where the parents get the information. And so many in the ARP, so many grandparents are raising grandchildren and or looking out for them. And so their habits, the grandchildren are idolizing their grandparents. We know that, right? I'm a grandparent. So I know they idolize grand, their Sometimes. grandparents. Most of, the most, time, of the time. most of the time. Not because you give them what they want, but because, I don't know, they just, we're just good people and they love us. But well, look, we one of the things, habits. Yeah, one of the things you were mentioning here, but I always talk to my wife about this, but when my grandkids get a good night's sleep and they move their body and we fuel them, their behavior's better. So if we want them to behave better, which we do, then we need to take care of those Absolutely. needs. Absolutely. Yeah. And it needs to start with them seeing the examples of older adults doing the right thing and taking care of themselves as well. And again, going back to older adults and the movement, talk about the lack of sunshine and what that means. People have all kind of lights, ads about getting this kind of light for the winter time to make it fulfillier. Yeah, I think just getting outside. Today is a cloudy day here in Michigan, but just getting outside creates that. So even if it's cloudy out, you want to get outside because vitamin D is a hormone and it does so many things. So that's why we really promote cod liver oil, but we also promote lots of getting outside. Even if you're just, I used to tell my mom, if just mom, if you can just get outside for five minutes and look up into the sky, that's going to have some stimulation of your serotonin levels, which makes you happier. So this is a little simple things you can do. And then if you're getting a blood test for vitamin D, make sure you get a blood test maybe sometime in the winter and then sometime in the summer because you'll see that variation occur. But sunshine is really critical. And so that's the number one thing that people should do for vitamin D is try to get a little sunshine. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then again, back to being outside, there's a lot to that. Absolutely. And so one of the things we do sometimes when we're in northern Michigan is we dressed appropriately, but just getting outside, you don't really necessarily want to go out sometimes. But then you go out and you come back in, you're like, oh, I feel so good. I'm invigorated again. So I think there's a big, there's a lot of value to being outside. That's, that's excellent. Even in the wintertime here excellent in Michigan. Advice. Absolutely. You excellent know? advice. And just opening the, the blinds and the shades. I'm even looking at if you can't get out every single day, get out as much I mean, as you can. We know that as it gets, the, the light is less. I was in Alaska speaking a handful of years ago and I was in February. There is no light. And it's amazing we were talking about mental health and how the mental health changes in Alaska in that little window because people are not getting outside. So there's lots of science of lack of sunshine 
And again, that's why people crave it. And maybe it's uh, some type of lighting system, but just getting outside, even if it's cloudy, is that's a beneficial. That's a good tip because next time somebody gets on my nerve, I'll say, just step outside for a minute. Just step outside. Yeah, a little mental health. And, and there's nothing better in the morning than morning sunlight, if you can get morning sunlight. Now, I want to shift gears just a little bit because we're talking not about the individuals, but there's something that businesses and corporations can do, similar to what we did here at ERP, bringing you in. But what can they do to make sure we were sitting now at laptops, iPads, whatever, all the time using the technology, not moving, and that's increasing. I know you've shared before this and the numbers of, of how we just sit and look at our technology versus moving. Even going down the hall, sometimes we'll just text someone or email them and they're like two feet down or we're not even in the office. So organizations also, if you want to be competitive with workforce recruitment, if you want to retain your employees, tips that they need to I think you hit it right at the very beginning is, is we're knowledge workers today. We don't have to physically do anything. And that's changed everything. I mean, you were just showing me your, your office. So, so that, that's a big deal. So then I always ask, we always lead the question is that the greatest asset of any organization is your people. And then I throw the second question to them. The greatest asset of your people is what? And sometimes you hear crickets. <laughs> so healthy, then yeah. they say the greatest asset of your people is their health. So what are you doing about your health? In fact, I just got off the phone with a, uh, a company this morning and they were using this model that I'm working with this company out of Boston. And the number one initiative for this company in Boston is the Apple. And this is the second year. So we've worked with them all last year. Now it's the second year go around. So that's their number one. It's not about making more money. It's not about this or that. It's about getting our people to be more aware of their health. And that, we think that sounds like, oh, that's altruistic and it's wonderful and all that. But that actually is probably the best economic driver for that company it can possibly have. Yeah, because your people feel good. They're going to they're gonna feel good. They're going to perform better. And then the energy is better. The culture is differently. You try to get the dial moving, you get your people healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Whether they want, want to get healthy. And the other thing, too, we were talking about exactly that, that a lot of people don't want to. You need to throw it out there that it's workforce. Think about stress. Most of our stress is at work. So why don't we think that we have some responsibility with that? So then you need to make sure that you're rolling it out, that it's engaging. It's not militant, I need to do it this way. It needs to be engaging. And then now they, they want to do it because they want to do it, not because they have to do it. Right. I think that's what I've learned over the years. Is you can't tell them what to do. You have to lead them and then help them, inspire them to make a couple of these changes. And it has to start at the top. I remember when I worked at the bank, we used to do something called Stop Everything and Dance. Because you have tellers and people working behind, they don't move, they're standing there the whole time. You have people looking at credits. And for three minutes, everyone knew, and the customers would start coming in. They come in just during that See time that. just to start dancing. And, they, and it was ugly. <laughs> it was fun. It was you know, hilarious. But they knew for two or three minutes, you're going to stop everything. It's like you stop everything. Two or three minutes, the energy probably went through the roof. Exactly. Exactly. And then their whole mood changed and everything else. Right. So and they use one of your protégés to come in and help us with some other things there as well. So uh, corporations, organizations have a responsibility as well. I, I believe that. And I believe that even though some people don't think that that's not their responsibility, I think your people are your greatest asset. You got to take care of your people. Absolutely. And then your people... That's, that's our job is to make it fun and engaging. I'm going to ask you a tough question regarding uh, all the vaccinations and the things that are out there. We encourage older adults who want to continue to, but what else can people do? I'm not going to get into where you should be vaccinated or not vaccinated. That's for people to decide based on a variety of things. 
But what else can people do to help improve their immune system? I think you hit it right in the head. That's the offense. The vaccine could be the defense, but the offense is, is what are you doing to do that? You don't even get it in the first place. Get, what, even if you do get anything, but it's not I mean, that's why we play in the dirt. Yeah. So our immune system gets stronger. So the big thing I always talk, because I get these questions on stage and it's very challenging, but I'll say, listen, let's play offense. And the offense number one is, are you moving? Because if your nervous system's out of balance, that's the stress, you can't have a good immune system. It's that simple. So let's talk about your stress. What do you do about that? Maybe talk about breath. Breath is free. I love that. Talk about the breathing. So there's nothing better to improve your blood pressure and calm your mind, relax the body, is to change how you breathe. You breathe through your nose, use your diaphragm, and slow it down. Now, how long did that take to teach? Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to just quick aside. When you taught us that or taught me that, I don't know how many years ago, and I was in the grocery store, just standing in line, frustrated, like I got to get out of here. And this woman was taking sure. forever with all her coupons. And I don't, I'm not hating coupons, but just, and I said, breathe, just breathe. And everything just gets better. Yeah. So talk about how so, you do, let's do that. So when you, when you, most of, if you looked at, especially older adults, I'm that older adult category is that we breathe too much through the mouth. You want to breathe through your nose as much as you can. So the nasal passages are the switchboard of the nervous system. It calms the nervous system. Number two, when I use my diaphragm, I get more oxygen in my body. So when I use my diaphragm and I take a deep breath, the belly should expand like a balloon. And when I exhale, the belly comes back in. That's called diaphragmatic breathing. And as we age, what gets weak on us? The diaphragm. So the next thing you know, I, I breathe too often because I don't have enough oxygen. Most of us at the end of our life will die of congestive heart failure because the diaphragm gets weak. So let's not get the diaphragm weaker than it needs to be. So I now I start using that. And then last but not least, I slow it down. Four second inhalation, six second exhalation. Now I got it. That's the system. And it works whether you're in the car or in the traffic or whatever. It just calms your entire system. Think about it. They, all athletes, we work with a lot of athletes. It doesn't matter any sport. But really when you look at even in the military, the military is really adamant about teaching breathing, especially like the Navy SEAL training. They, they train you to get more energy. They change how they breathe. Well, what if you want to slow it down? What if you want to get your kids to sleep better? What if you want to have better activity in the classroom or anything? So that's where the breathing comes in. The other thing that really immune system is we all know is sleep. And sleep's a big deal. And then, and then you look at, okay, from there, what are we eating? How do we build the immune system? Because the gut is where your immune system lives. 90% of our immune system lives in the gut. 90%. So why are we not talking about that as a society? Let's, hey, let's get your gut healthier. And then last but not least is, we just uh, talked about is, is, is the movement. So if I wanna get my immune system in really good spa space, getting a massage regularly, working on my breathing, get my sleep, what I'm eating, drinking, moving, it's not that, it's simple, but it's not easy. I want everybody just to take five seconds and breathe. Walk us through how to breathe. And then we're going to talk about sleep. Okay. So if, if, so you're, if, you're watching, if you're watching this right now, I would have you close your eyes. So close your eyes. And I want you to take your right hand and put it on your belly. Right or left hand, doesn't matter. And keep your mouth closed. And you're going to breathe through your nose. So as you take a deep breath, expand the belly like a balloon. So four second inhalation. And we have a six second exhalation. Let's try that one more time. Four second inhalation. And a six second exhalation. 
So if you did that two or three I times, can go to sleep. it calms the mind, relaxes the We've body. We've got about two minutes, minute and a half left. Talk about sleep. We the, don't get enough of the it. The fastest growing group of medications in the United States today is sleep medication. So we're not sleeping. Let's get that straight. Right. And in 1879, the fastest growing is sleep medications. Fastest growing medications, type two diabetes, weight loss drugs, and sleep. They're all growing like crazy. So in 1879, I always talk about this, the light bulb was invented. We're sleeping 10 hours plus a night. Today, we're averaging about 6.1 hours. That is not that long of time that we've lost almost four hours. So we now we know we have a problem with sleeping. And the big thing for sleeping, number one, is you have to put value to it. If you don't value it, and then seniors, many of us believe that we don't need as much sleep, when in reality is we do. So we have less sleep efficiency. It means when we get in bed, you and I, when we get in bed, not you and I, but yeah, when we get but, not, but yeah. when we get in bed, you're funny. Anyway, when we get in bed, we're not sleeping the the time we hit the bed till the end. So our sleep efficiency is less. So we need to spend more time in the bed so we get in our sleep. So one of the tips that you you gave us is like just thirty minute increments. If you go to bed at yes. eleven thirty, start going yes. at eleven, and that's so if you're getting me, five so hours of sleep, like get five seconds. hours and thirty yeah, minutes. Absolutely, and it's so, worked. I've added an hour. That's a big deal. And then from there, you look at your temperature and your environment. I you know, adore you. All I that just, stuff. I could just talk to you, but you can improve your sleep, the everybody. There's no doubt you can improve your sleep. Yeah, and people need to be mindful of that because it, like you said, it is. If you don't aren't sleeping and you're not moving. And you're asking for trouble. You can't have a good immune system. Fastest thing to age the human body is lack of sleep. Yeah, and so people, again, those of you who are listening, AARP is all about making certain you live your best life with dignity and respect and have choices. And you don't have choices if you don't take care of yourself right now, earlier on, and teach your grandchildren the same thing as well. And in that future. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the future looks bright for a lot of us, so hope it looks bright for you as well. Thank you, Chris. I could talk with you all day, and I'm going to come always to work a, for you when I leave here at AARP. So I can get some of your free stuff, the cutlery oil and the wheatgrass and other stuff. But anyway, thank you. Thanks so much for being with My us. Pleasure. And thank you for watching AARP Real Possibilities.